Ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? Chris, the Herons are back. And we got messy. What's going on? What, 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 what? Where is the information? I guess we're getting ready for a sister kissing fiesta. I felt like we were playing a 2 eight. It was just a 2 eight. Let me tell you, Danny is about to get destroyed in the chat. So you Are we kissing sisters, Chris? And maybe stepsisters, but not regular sisters. I've done a little bit of research on him. When it comes to FIFA, this guy's 68. We're going to have the greatest player of all time on the team. If there's a time to believe, it's now. It looks like a heron shat all over it. You guys are literally getting excited for a rank 65 player on FIFA 23. We got some pretty good FIFA cards on our squad now, all right? You gotta understand, Kevin. This is how this is how we scout our players here on the show. <laughs> Just look at FIFA cards. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the Herons are back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 142 of the Battered Herons podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me, as always, is Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? Look, Danny, we're two. Two away. Two. Two days away, baby. Are you guys, like, ready for this? Are you yeah, guys ready? Actually, it's, it's, it's past 9 o'clock, so technically, we are less than 48 hours away. And from everything I'm hearing, it's going to be in the, what, low 60s, high 50s. It's going to be raining. It sounds like the perfect Miami weather. That's awful. <laughs> that's awful. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. going to suck big time. The first game, it's going to be raining. So, uh, I just want to say what's up to absolutely everybody that's joining us live. I, it's a lot of uh, a lot of what's up, so uh, it's hard to get through all of you guys without uh bogging down the show so what's up to everybody from mr crabs all the way down to uh daniel moriken uh what's up everybody thank you for joining us live and uh man i am hyped because we haven't done one of these in quite a while it's been what yeah. four five months since we've had a preview episode uh yeah, every man. year we go ahead and before we play a game we ask a podcaster from another team or a journalist from another team to join us to talk about this team so that they can give us a little insights. We can get a good preview going. Uh, but before we do, before we do, and uh, our guest Alex has joined us. So before we let Alex on, a couple things that I did want to touch up on. Um, yeah. If you haven't already, make sure that you uh, join uh, and subscribe to uh, Battered Herons in Espanol. We go on at 10 o'clock. So after this show, you can hop on with us and hang with us in Spanish over there. Uh, that was a great time. The first episode we did last week had a good time. Also, we've been talking about the Discord for like um, almost a couple weeks, almost a month now, and we've been considering it for a while. Uh, we finally got things figured out. Uh, the link will be uh, tweeted out tomorrow. It's going to be through Patreon, and uh, and we'll tweet out all the, the details tomorrow, but that is going to be through Patreon. And if only one or two people join, then it's going to be like a three-person chat, Chris. So, <laughs> so we'll Listen, see how that goes. And, and on top of that, look, for those of you who know Abla Espanol, like Sean Callahan, guys, just show some love. Just like and subscribe just for shits and giggles. And shout out to Joe Kerr, especially to you all the way from Madagascar. First time in a long time. Yeah, man. Uh, what's the weather like down there right now, Joe? Like, let us know. I, have, I haven't been out there to, to Madagascar, uh, but I hear it's, it's really nice um so let's see uh just one more thing to talk about before we let our our guy alex on here uh roster compliance 
everybody has been up in arms about roster compliance. We told everybody here on Thursday that we were going to have our season preview episode on Sunday. But then Chris and I started talking Sunday and we figured, you know what? It's probably best to wait till Tuesday because of all this roster compliance stuff going on. We don't know who's going to be on the team. Who's going to be the final 30-man roster? We didn't know if uh, Federico uh, Redondo would actually be on the team. Now, all of a sudden, we got uh, Franco Escobar that supposedly we might be bringing in to play right back. So I don't know what that means about Yedlin. So we are going to go ahead and give a season preview tomorrow. And it's going to be at 10 o'clock an hour later than we usually come on just to be as close as possible to that midnight. We assume that by 10 o'clock tomorrow night, we should have all the ins and outs of what the roster should look like, at least for the opening uh, game. And, uh, and then we'll do our preview episode. Chris, anything I'm, you want to touch on? I mean, you, you just mentioned, right. The, what that means for Yedlin. I mean, what does that mean for Gressel? Gressel was supposed to be playing right no. back. We don't even know what the no. hell position that guy plays. That guy just comes no. on the field. He thinks he's messy, that he could just float everywhere. Like, you're not that he's guy, gonna be, guy. He's going to be the backup right winger. And he's going to so be playing So he's the, the backup messy. I think so. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't – I, wouldn't, I, I don't know if I would phrase it that way. I, I mean, that's like what it is. A, no, no, no. We got a guy named Gressel, American as can be, playing a backup Argentine. The greatest backup so? Argentine well, what does that aside mean? from Maradona. Why, why are you trying to trash on us Americans? I mean, look, you know, but you're not messy. You're not that guy, you know? So everybody needs a backup. All right. And then the last thing uh, before we start talking RSL, uh, Messi. I don't know if you saw this. It's been going around. Messi apologizes. He went and made a video apologizing to everybody in Hong Kong for not playing. He basically said exactly what he had said in that first press conference in Japan. Do you think he was forced to apologize? I don't know. I think he's a pretty genuine person. And shout out to Estebandito from Hialeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and and there's people mentioning that, that Gressel is German. I mean, I guess, whatever. You're not from Argentina. So, and if you're not Argentinian, then it German? doesn't count. No, what are you talking about? Germans are Paul. Well, I mean, look at all the guys that we're going to be getting. We're getting like a shit ton of Argentines. Like, get out of here. And he is a wish cruise, but... I mean, look, it seems like Messi is a genuine guy. You know, I think he's genuine about his apologies. Hey, did you see Franco Escobar, the guy that we're supposed to be bringing in? Well, did they want to bring back and right back? Did you see that tattoo he has on his leg? Yeah, that's that's awful. I mean, what are you doing? Right not, I mean, I get it. I just think <laughs> it's a little weird. That Look, for those of you that don't know, and I, I should have uploaded the picture. I did it. But for those of you that don't know, he has a picture of Messi on his leg. It's kind of well, weird, right? To have your teammate with a picture of you on on their leg. It is, but like it's like you said in the chat, like every Argentine by law has to get like a Messi uh, autograph or a Messi like tattoo on their body. So that kind of just you know comes with the territory. You're Argentine, get a Messi oh, tattoo. Maybe it's because I had never seen that before uh, from anybody, but. Um... But yeah, so if, if anybody hasn't seen it, I'm trying to upload it now. I don't know if I'm going to get to because I don't want to keep Alex waiting in the in the in the waiting room. But um, but yeah, he had that say. And I guess while real quick while I wait to do this real fast, uh, and then one last thing now that I just thought about it, what do you think about those Beats headphones that collab that that they got going between Beats and um and the MLS? I I've owned a pair of Beats headphones, the 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 earbuds that go over like the wire. I'll be honest, right. Beats. I don't like them. I like Bose. Bose is my I think, favorite I brand. Little, I agree. I think they're a little overrated. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, they're because they're Dr. Dre. I mean, whatever, you know, West Coast. They don't sound bad. I'm Dr. using them right now. They don't sound bad, but. No, but I, I'd prefer Bose over Beats by Dre, but I, I get it because they're like Apple affiliated. So, I mean, it's it's a pretty natural deal. Um, I think it's cool to be able to sort of personalize the headphones to Inner Miami. I mean, I might cop a pair just because you know they're inner miami i've been looking for those now. since i saw yedlin wearing them remember when messi like yeah. gifted everybody with a, a team set and i saw yedlin wearing them yeah. i was like ooh. and it got to a point where i got tired of looking for them and i asked jenny if she could customize them for me and we were gonna get that done but i guess we don't have to anymore and then real quick here is that tattoo uh from franco escobar with possibly messi's new teammate i mean it's, it's kissing the world cup so it's almost like argentina kissing the world cup right not even messi's it's almost like a like an ode to Argentina. I mean, look, people have tattooed worse things on their body, right? So, I mean, I uh, get yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, personally, right. I can tell you. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I mean, other than that, I mean, this is this is pretty awful as well. You know, putting uh, an Argentine like Messi on your leg like that. I mean, whatever. Uh, I get it. And yes, Chris, Chris has a, a very unique tattoo. A couple. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Maybe in the Discord you'll send out a picture. Let everybody see. That that, right. that uh, no, somebody mentioned an OnlyFans. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to put up an OnlyFans for that one. No, no, on the Discord we're gonna have a channel where Chris just posts feet pictures. Since we were talking yeah. about that last week. All right, yeah. all right. So without further ado, game one of the season, Wednesday night, eight o'clock, rainy, windy, cold. For the Salt Lake players, this is not gonna be cold. But for us, it will be cold. And again, this is the first time we do it in a long time, so I'm looking forward to this. We have, from the RSL show, we have Alex Napolis. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Joining the show. What's going on, Alex? Well, I'm, I'm glad you guys mentioned that it's going to be rainy and windy and cold because we're going to be out there, and I just packed a bunch of, like, shorts and <laughs> short sleeves because I, it's Miami. I thought it was going to be warm and, like, humid, and so good to no, know. Well, that I mean... Good to know. For you, it probably is warm. Like, <laughs> yes. You, you live in. Uh, do you live in Salt Lake? Yes. Yep. Oh yeah. So so yeah. So you're good because right now <laughs> what we consider cold over here is low sixties. For oh, you, that's, that's like spring. That's yeah, like that's spring. perfect. That's good weather right yeah, there. You'll be fine. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's gonna nice. Rain, you'll be good with the shorts. I mean, bring a sweater if anything. You know, other than that, <laughs> yeah, I think you'll be nah. fine. Now nah, with a raincoat because it's gonna rain. That's for sure. That that's guaranteed. Inter Miami is guaranteed. We have we should do something where we put a bet out there and we let we let everybody in the chat kind of just throws a dollar in. How many over under, how many rain delays do we have this year? Because Alex, if you didn't know, Ooh. rain delays here in Miami, it's like it's like it's not a home game unless we have a rain delay. <laughs> so uh we're gonna have to see. Maybe we'll, we'll do an over under. I hope it's not the first game of the season though. Listen, no. you're you're uh, listen. You're already. I'm telling you right now, Alex. Just be a little light here. You're already getting the business in the chat. Hammy already came out with with, with a couple strays. Give it up for Ash Ketchum. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> don't worry. Mike V. Ha Mike V. Hasn't hitting the strings yet. So once Mike V. Gets in it, it's it's a wrap. Yeah. Our our, our, our chat could be a little distracting, but we love them. We appreciate them because uh, they make yeah. the show fun. All right, uh, Alex. So thank you for joining us. Uh, hey, thanks for having me. Let's let's start off with RSL show. What? It's a podcast, and do you guys do uh, any newsletters or anything like that? Yeah. So the RSL show, we are affiliated with the local 
um, sports news station here in Utah, uh, KSL Sports. Okay. We, we we podcast for them, and all of our content shows up uh, on their um, on KSL Sports. And so we work closely with like the news stations. We sometimes will, you know, they'll send us out to games like Inter Miami um, as we're going out nice. on Wednesday, That's and it's <laughs> we're very excited. And so, yeah, we just uh, collaborate with the news a lot or the news station a lot and uh, work together and bring Arsenal news to everybody. Nice, nice. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. Uh, I, I guess we'll, we'll get started. What could you well, tell us, like a recap? Oh, go ahead, Chris. Uh, before you get started, Joe Kerr just wants to mention four rain delays and one refrigerator death. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, Alex is, is we, we had uh, yeah. a quite. Uh, the situation with a refrigerator running somebody over on video last year oh, became a yeah. thing. Yeah, aka <laughs> RIP fridge guy. Fridge All right, guy. Uh, yeah. Alex. So, if you could give us a rundown or just a recap of 2023 for RSL, what was that season looking like? What was it? So, the 2023 season for us like started off not on the best foot um there was a lot of really poor losses at the beginning of the season i think we lost four nothing to st louis and then lost four nothing to columbus crew like back to back um and so it was kind of a slow start but once the team really started to gel together and really started playing well um during the summer there was moments where they were probably the hottest team in the western conference at one point um right before leagues cup and then leagues cup started and then from there, it kind of went downhill a little bit for RSL. Uh, as far as like injuries go, um, performance goes, uh, there was a couple tough losses to like an LAFC where we lost like four nil, and yeah, it was mostly due mostly just due to injuries, and we just couldn't get over the hump that was Houston Dynamo, where we lost to them in the semifinal of the Open Cup, and then they eliminated us from playoffs. I know. I was looking forward to uh, to taking a trip to Salt Lake for the final. That would have been uh, cool. I've- because we thought that you guys would beat them. Well, we, we thought so, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to, by the way, for those of you in the chat that have asked for Michael Chang, don't worry. I'm going to ask a couple of questions about Michael Chang, the Cuban guy. He's probably going to be late to the game because he's going to be visiting his tia in Hialeah. So <laughs> what a good one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So how have they looked so far? Well, before we get into the preseason. Were there any big moves, any acquisitions, any players that you lost that were either hinder your, your performance this year or that you think might help you? Honestly, RSL kind of lost a little bit more than the game gained this offseason. Okay. Um, we lost two of our DPs. Uh, we lost Amir Krylak, which he went over to Vancouver. Um, and then we lost Jefferson Savarino, who was sold to uh, Botafogo in Brazil. Brazil, huh? We haven't really brought in like natural replacements, like natural DP replacements for for those two um, that have left. But there is a lot of young talent that came in um, this offseason in a guy like Fidel Barajas, who is a U7, U20 Mexican national team player who we're all very excited to see. Um, and then we have Matt Crooks who's coming in to kind of play our, our 10 position a little bit, um, kind of replacing a little bit of what Demir Krylak uh, left. Uh, and I see, I, I was going to ask you about Diego Luna because everybody in the chat's also saying Diego yes. Luna. Yes. Would you say he is the the standout on your team? Oh, for sure. Um, by far. I think there was, so when, when Luna first came on to, to the scene, when he first came over to RSL, 
Um, it took him a little bit. It took him a little bit to get adapted to the league. It took him a little bit to kind of come in and really start impacting the team. Um, but once, once you, once he had that moment of impact, once he had that moment of confidence, change for him, and he just went straight up. And he's kind of, he kind of led our team down the stretch last season with Chicho Rango out injured. There was, we needed someone to kind of step up and be a goal scorer for us. And it was Diego Luna who st- stepped up and kind of took over that role. Um, and I think he had three goals in the last like four games of the season. Um, and so he's kind of been, he's kind of picked up where he's left off this preseason and he's looking really sharp heading into this first game against Miami. And you I got a lot of people. Yeah. You got a lot of people in the chat that, that, that really think that he's a great player. So. He is. He is. He's one of our favorites here. Um, and we really hope again, just he kind of picks up where he left off and in which he's 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 going to be that playmaking uh, winger, that inverted winger. Um, and he's going to be linking up with obviously Chicho Arango, uh, who's going to be up top. And Pablo hey, Ruiz hitting goals Mike, from his own half. Michael V just chimed in. Napolis is the wish night rider. There we go. The stinger. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, uh, so you were talking about how he's looked good in the preseason. How's the team overall looked so far in the preseason? Um, for some reason, they they were so they went to Portugal for the for the the, the preseason, and so there mm-hmm. hasn't really been a lot of there wasn't like really like streams to go off and watch. There wasn't like a lot of like video to go off and watch. We just kind of saw highlights, but from what we've been able to see from the highlights is they're look they're looking pretty good. Um, there was a lot of change as far as like tactics go, as far as the coaching staff goes. Um, they brought in new assistants that have kind of changed the way that this team plays. We were kind of playing like a defensive 4-4-2 last season. And it looks like a long ball a lot. Uh, yeah, a little bit on the counterattack and, and crossing mm-hmm. it into the box. But it, this year it looks a little bit more different. In They're rolling out a 4-2-3-1. And it's going to be a lot more direct with kind of Luna, uh, who I think is going to be Matt Crooks at the 10, and then Andres Gomez on the other wing. They're going to be very free-flowing in the midfield. They're going to be... Um, kind of free roaming attackers. All three of them are going to be flip flopping. You know, one come, one cuts in, one goes out, and it's going to be they're going to be looking to play a little bit more direct, a little bit more up the middle, rather than just bombing balls off the counter attack on the wings. Well, and and one thing I wanted to mention, I guess now that we're kind of talking about specific players, was that guy Michael Chang. Right, and the only reason I bring him up is because we have a, a huge Cuban Cuban population here in South Florida and Miami. What 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 does the fan base think of him as a player? Because he's been with the team for quite some time already. Yeah, he's been with he. So he started off with the our USL team who at the time was the yeah. USL team now MLS Next Pro um, with the with the Monarchs, and he kind of worked his way up to the first team. And he's he's very good. He's very good on the ball. Um, he 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 reads the game very well. I think he can physically- cross well as well. He does, he does. Um, and I, but I think where he lacks a little bit is is more of in like the physicality department. Um, he's not he's not as speedy as our other wingers. He's not as um, as strong as our other wingers. And so I think that's why he's more of a rotational piece heading into this twenty twenty four season, um, as far as his kind of role with the team goes. Oh, nice. Okay, interesting. All right. Uh, so heading into this season. Would you say that the coaching changes would be the storyline heading into the season, or what exactly would be the storyline? I think for I think for sure is the is the 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 change in the tactic and the change in the coaching staff. Um, it's from what it sounds like is Pablo was he was he was happy with his old assistants, but he knew that there 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 was a, a different step to take. He knew mm. that there was a different direction to go as far as tactics go with the team, and so he wanted to bring guys that really fit in 
with with the new way that the Rouse like wants to play. Like I said, they kind of they're kind of switching things up formation wise. They're kind of switching up in playing more direct. And so he wanted to bring an assistance that would fit that style of play a little bit more. And so these new coaching this the new coaching staff and the new assistants have kind of worked with Pablo Mastroeni to build that new way that this team wants to attack and this new way that this team wants to defend. Oh nice. And you already said that you're thinking it's going to be a 4-2-3-1 playing more possession ball in the middle cuz I know last year it was more long ball like yep. you said counter attack so that should be changing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Heading into the season, if you could kind of tell us what do you think the weaknesses or the strengths are of this team? Strengths, I think strengths I think is just going to be building that youth pipeline that we have right now like obviously we we talked we mentioned diego luna um we we got a lot of young talent that i think has a really really high ceiling um with obviously diego luna with andres gomez with nelson palacio in the midfield um fidel barajas coming in so i think the strength is going to be really allowing these young guys to get opportunities on the field and really grow and really develop and become almost stars in for for real salt lake i think weaknesses will probably be our back line um mm. i th- i think there's still a lot of questions when it comes to the defensive side of the ball for rsl um we're pretty much running the same uh the same four back line that we had last season that i think at times really struggled um and so i think that's the biggest question mark for me is our our depth at defense and in kind of the way that we play defensively is 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 there any traction with this James Rodriguez deal? Like, are, is RSL really interested in the guy? No, no, that was quickly shut down real quick by uh, by people at the club. But I will tell you, if James Rodriguez was gonna <laughs> succeed anywhere, Salt Lake would be the place for him to go. Uh, I think party and stuff. He, I mean, I don't know. I've never been to Salt Lake, but I would assume it's nothing like Miami or anywhere in Colombia, like. Madrid, California. Like, he he could like focus on <laughs> on soccer if he were to go to Salt Lake. Oh yeah, we're very mellow here, and yeah, yeah. and it, it, I think he would have I think he would have fit in here, um, mostly due to because just because how many Colombians we have, um, we're very big on on bringing in Colombian talent. We have Chicharango, uh, Brian Vera, Andres Gomez, Nelson Palacio. We got a lot of young, like young Colombian talent. And so, and, and even Hamas was hanging out with Chicho Rango in the preseason. And was I think he? that's, I think that's where a lot of the rumors came from was uh, so that they, they were like, yeah, that they were posted up together on Instagram. And mm. so, um, so they're close, they're friends. And yeah, I, I would have liked to see Hamas here maybe three years ago, but I think now it's kind of, I mean, if you could get him for a TAM deal, like not a DP, but like yeah, a TAM deal, I'd, I'd take a flyer on him. Yeah. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's worth that DP money anymore. No, definitely not. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it would, but I'd take him on a TAM. Like give, give him a mill and see what he can do. I, yeah, I mean, sure. I, would, I would roll the dice on him. All right, so I know we talked about Diego Luna. Well, are there any other players that on Wednesday we should be looking out for that maybe we don't know about and might surprise us? Uh, I think a player that you guys probably do know about is Chicho Arango. Um, mm-hmm. New striker. Everybody knows what he can do in this league. Uh, very deadly finisher in front of goal. And a player that you probably don't know about, I would maybe say Pablo Ruiz. Um, just coming back from injury, he, he was a, a huge player for us last season. He's probably the reason why the season didn't really go the way that we expected it to go is because he went down with a knee injury and it completely changed the way Real Salt Lake played. It, it kind of shot their confidence a little bit too, losing such an important piece in the midfield. So Pablo Ruiz is probably on there. And I want to throw Andres Gomez on there too. 
young Colombian, super speedy, um, loves to cut in. He, he had a good season last year, but I expect him to take another big step this season and, and get more involved in scoring, get more involved in assisting. And so Andres Gomez is probably on that list as well for me. And Pablo Ruiz should have had like goal of the year last year. I think he should have. I think he should have. Yeah. I think I think he was a, a a little bit stolen from that one. Yeah, yeah. He he hit a goal from his from own behind, side of the pitch. Yeah. Yep. Yep. From behind yeah. half court against DC. Yep. yep. So I, I mean, I guess the next question is, you know, what what can we be optimistic about in terms of playing against you guys? Like, what what's I guess I don't know. I don't want to say the weaknesses, but. Is there any sort of optimism that we can have in order to be able to say, yeah, we're going to take on RSL and destroy them? Well, I don't know about destroying, um, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I think mostly uh, the week, the big thing that you guys can attack on is is that defense, right? You, you we're coming into a game um, where I still have a lot of questions as far as what this team looks like defensively, how we're going to defend, and. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if, if if it's a good situation to go against the greatest player to ever play this game in our first game where I have so many questions defensively about this team. And so if I think I think success for Ralph Slake is going to come on finding a good plan to contain Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi is a guy you're not going to necessarily stop, but if you can contain him to a certain point, I think that's what's going to be key to this one. And I think if you guys do a really good job in countering, especially with off of our turnovers, I think that you guys can definitely be able to capitalize for sure against us because our defense hasn't been, I don't want to say not proven, but we just don't have any certainty in terms of, you know, especially the center backs. That's where it's we're, kind of been broken a little bit. We're too aggressive. We play a very high yeah. line and our midfield isn't necessarily the best at possessing the ball. I mean, it's gotten yeah. better, but... Uh, if we turn the ball over, we don't have the speed to get back and defend, and that's where we usually get beaten. So if you guys are playing that counter like you were last year, we could be in trouble. But um, but the fact that your weakness is the back line makes you feel a little better. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Again, we'll just see how that how this back line comes into this season. Um, and like I said, figure out a way to con- just contain Lionel Messi. Well, uh, I guess, Joe Kerr from Madagascar is predicting four-plus goals against you guys. I mean, this is – oof. <laughs> I mean, leading us right into predictions. Joker's already got us blowing people out of the water. Well, he didn't say how many we we're going to give up. Well, so, that's true. <laughs> Alex, we'll start with you. Predictions. What are you thinking about Wednesday night, 8 o'clock? The weather isn't pretty. It might be rainy. Uh, home game here for us. How are you feeling? I can see this one. I could see this one going one of two ways. Either we we show up to Miami and it's not a good showing from Real Salt Lake, or it is a good showing and we walk away with the two two draw. I see goals in this one for sure. Um, I think obviously you guys have Messi, you guys have Suarez, a lot of firepower in that attack. Um, I think RSL with this with the new way that they're looking to play and looking to attack, I think there's a lot of goals. There's going to be a lot of goals in this team. So I could see uh, like a high scoring two two draw uh, for the opening match. Okay, Oof, you're getting uh, some, you're getting some ahead. flack here. Hell no, from Florida man. <laughs> well, I'm, I'll go before you, Chris. Uh, I'll let you uh, go last. Um, I think that although they tried to score, I felt like they found themselves in position. But Luis Suarez was just off the mark. Messi found himself off the mark, and I feel like that eventually they have to start hitting the back of the net eventually. And I think that with a week off, 
And last week's exhibition game wasn't really like a hard fall game. Like I feel like they've had enough time off where they're going to come in fresh. Uh, they're going to feel good. A game that actually matters. I think we get three. I think that Suarez gets on the board. I don't know if Messi does, but I think Suarez does. I'm going to say three. And because I just can't say that this defense can get a shutout the first game, they might, but I, I just I can't predict that. So I'm just going to go 3-1. I think that that will be the final score on Wednesday. Chris, what do you think? Well, before I give my score, Mike V, I think he landed it. Napoles equals go Diego go. I get that so, one. That's, that's, that, that, one's a one. that one's a common one for me. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I, uh, I think it's actually going to be 3-2. I think that we're going to win. We're going to score three goals. I agree with you, Danny. Um, but I think that we're probably going to give up a goal or two. And especially being at the first game. And our defense hasn't been the greatest within the preseason. Right. And It's hard to know, predict a good defensive showing when they haven't showed it yet. Well, and that's one of the benefits that RSL has, like Alex mentioned. Like, you're talking about having preseason games where you got people, like, not being able to to watch any of the games unlike us that we had everything publicized like you can oh see Messi throw a fart you know what i mean i know so i mean at this point you know you got to take everything you've seen and say well our defense isn't the greatest and i mean everybody's predicting four two like we're going to be scoring a bunch of goals and and look at that we don't even know the answer to this really is busquets uh, gonna I, play Oof. i think busquets plays i believe uh tata said that he was holding him out of the the last preseason game against New Old Boys because uh, he wanted to make sure that he played. And I guess we'll end it with this because mm. now that I, that I forgot to, that we, we have a replacement refs to talk about. Now, uh, Alex, there's absolutely no way. There's a, there's absolutely no way you guys are winning with replacement refs, Alex. <laughs> I mean, every <laughs> single ref that's going to play, they're yeah. going to fall in love with Messi. Gonna be, You're going to be lost by Messi. You know, yeah. I hadn't even considered that. Go ahead, yeah, Alex. you know, to be fair, I forgot about the replacement referees. So too. did I. So oh, did I. You're done. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about it. Yes, I forgot about them also. You know, that's a great point. Uh, but you know what? The replacement but, uh, refs, I mean, everybody complains about the refs no matter what. Yeah. Like, do you really think that after the game you're going to be like, oh, that ref made a difference? Like, maybe if Messi gets, like, a crazy, like, foul call, it's like, nah, a real ref wouldn't have given that. Like, he's just, like, intimidated by Messi's presence or something like that. But along the lines, I, I think – I don't think it should be too much of a difference. But you guys uh, I, I guess everybody's done, Alex. But, <laughs> but, I, 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 are... but if I had to say that it was going to benefit a team, I would definitely say it benefits us more than you guys. Alex, go ahead. Uh, absolutely. And I think one of the things that we've complained a lot about on our show is the fact that when we play the Inter-Miamis, when we play the LAFCs, uh, when we play the Seattles, the big teams, you know, mm -hmm. there's always calls that we don't agree with. There's always calls that we complain about um, because it we're a small market team and they're usually don't call things in our favor. And now with the replacement referees, I can definitely see that being continuing to be an issue um, in this one. <laughs> oh, Juan Gabriel, I can I see that, too. <laughs> I can see Juan Gabriel. Juan Gabriel, I can see. Lawrence is mentioning replacement refs are interviewing for the job as we speak, guys. So <laughs> if you guys want to be a replacement ref, go interview, and you'll be close to Messi, and you can allow us to score like eight goals. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Uh, Chris, do you want to end this with uh, your battered questions? 
Oh yes, yes, absolutely. All right, Alex. Okay. Uh, if you just just give us, uh, we'll let you go right now. Just a couple minutes of your time, just so we could, uh, you know, just so you know, Chris asked these questions, and the chat will judge you based on your answer. Okay, yes. let's do it. Absolutely, it's a little bit off the off the beaten path here, uh, but usually we ask. Should I ask the steak one, or should we get over that one, Danny? Are we done with that? Yeah, I think we're done with that. Yeah, we're done with that. Here's a sandwich, though, Alex. You got to pick which way you're going to cut the sandwich. <laughs> it's going to be either diagonal or north to south. How are you cutting this specific breaded sandwich? Ooh, I think that Alex. one. I, I think that one. I'm going to go diagonal. There we oh, go. Good man. What? Good man. I'm going diagonal on that one. Good man. That is awful. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I made a video like a month or so ago where I was grocery shopping and I shop just like that. I hold my cart from the front and people think that it's weird. Are you a front cart holder or a rear cart holder? No, 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 no. A puller. Are you a pusher or a puller? Oh, uh, pusher. There oh, we go. Oh my God. You're one of the weirdos. No. <laughs> Look at this guy. Look at He's this a guy. normal human being. Only Chris does silly things like that. All right. That was that Absolutely the last question, Chris. Well, well, you mentioned the 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 feed only fans, so uh, I don't know if you had a question there, but I didn't. But I guess if you want to ask that question, Alex, would you sell feet pictures for money? No, your face doesn't have to be in it. No. What? <laughs> I'm gonna go no. <laughs> what? How, how about the cereal? How about the cereal? Is there is there a market for that? Is there a market for like Latino feet? I've heard yes, and and, uh, and like if you have like okay. a, my understanding is if you have like an amputated toe or like something really funky going on, like there's a market <laughs> for that because that's not common. No. So if you don't have to put your face in it, why not do it? Like nobody needs to know but you. <laughs> I guess I guess that's a good point. I'm gonna have to think about. Yeah, that Alex one. might have one already. Yeah, Alex might have <laughs> one already. And and I'll mention the last comment I'll mention is Danny because he's a weirdo. So. All right, Alex, you serve yourself a bowl of cereal. Okay. You enjoy your cereal, and you still have some milk left in the bowl. What are you doing with that milk? Are you drinking it or are you tossing it? No, no, no. Uh, are you drinking it or are you refilling it with more cereal? You re yeah, you refill it. You, you, get, you get the bag and you get a little bit more in there. Exactly. Oh, but, but Danny, you're the that. one that Nobody's said that you toss that. it. What do you mean? Well, it gets, if you, when it gets to a point where it's so small, I can't put more cereal in it. I'm not slurping on that thing like you. Weirdo. What are you talking about? I mean, it's cereal. You, you, you treat it like an oyster. You just... Nah, you treat it like an oyster. You're disgusting. <laughs> this is this All is right. wild. You're 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 terrible, Danny. Yeah. All right, Alex, man. Uh, we we do appreciate you sitting with us and hanging out with us for half an hour and sitting through our nonsense for the last couple minutes. Uh, yes, yes. He likes to slurp his milk, people. Look, in the chat, they're confused. That's what he does. <laughs> he slurps his milk like an oyster. Uh, Alex, please let everybody know where they can find you if they want some more uh, Real Salt Late Talk. And for all us Colombians, I'm a Colombian myself, and a Colombian that's watching later on or watching live right now, if you want to keep up with the team full of Colombians in the MLS, Real Salt Lake is one of the teams you want to check out. So where can we find you? Yeah, so you can head over to Instagram, head over to X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it now. Um, just look up at RSL show. That's where you'll find the, um, our show. Uh, that's where you'll find all of our content, all of our stuff. My personal one is at Annapolis Alex. Um, you can hit me up there as well. And like Joe said, Alex is normal. You passed. We appreciate you, Alex. <laughs> appreciate yeah, you having me on, guys. 
the chat liked you, Alex. Good stuff. Uh, Chris, <laughs> any final go. thoughts before we slog off of here? Uh, no, man. Two days is going to be game day. If For those mm-hmm. of you that speak the, a little bit of Espanol, catch us at 10 o'clock for the battered herons in Espanol, you know? Yeah, so, so we'll be on here at uh, 10 o'clock talking Spanish. We're actually doing the, the season preview in Spanish with uh, Sebas Carbol. So uh, we'll be there, and I put the link down there if you haven't already subscribed. Check us out at 10 o'clock. Uh, Alex, again, thank you. You were you were really fun. We appreciate you taking the time. You said you're going to be down here, so uh, maybe we'll run yes. into you at the stadium. Look, Alex will be at the stadium, so go ahead and say what's up to Alex. Bug him about his feet pictures, so I'm sure that he's got it. He's lying. <laughs> he, he already has one going on. And, um, yeah, and, uh, and I guess that's about it. So, again, catch us at 10 o'clock for the Spanish show. Tomorrow night, Tuesday night at 10 o'clock for our season preview show. And then Wednesday night, post-game, after the game, about an hour after the game, we'll be on to give our post-game for the RSL uh, ass-whipping that we're going to give because of the replacement rest. We're going to give us like five penalty kicks. So it should be good. So uh, as always, if you are listening on audio, we appreciate you listening all the way. Please leave us five-star, comment, review, all that other good stuff. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe. And for those of you in the chat, as always, you guys are the best part of the show. We appreciate you kicking with us for the last 37 minutes. And uh, that's it, 10 o'clock in Espanol. Until the next one, have a good one.